Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Robert Craig. I'm the Executive Director of Citizen Action in Wisconsin. And we're here to talk about, and uh, this is Robert Craig again, Citizen Action in Wisconsin, and we're here to talk about a new research being released today that was put together by the Economic Policy Institute about how we could couple tax fairness with job creation. That if we had a fairer federal tax system and made some simple but substantial reforms, that we could actually create a large number of jobs. And the number of the report finds for Wisconsin is 76,956 additional jobs if we were to make three major reforms in the federal tax code uh, that reduced uh, that charge for financial transactions, so Wall Street transactions that close a number of corporate tax loopholes, especially those related to outsourcing or using international um, activity to, to, uh, for tax avoidance, and also for changing the way we treat capital gains, which is where, which of course is very unfair because uh, most of the benefit goes to the wealthiest Americans. And so we're very happy to have on the call so, um, someone from the Economic Policy Institute in Washington, D.C., that was part of putting together the research in the first place. And so Joshua Smith, a senior policy analyst at the Economic Policy Institute, is on the call with us. So, Joshua, if you could just lead us through the findings, that would be great. Uh, thank you very much, Robert. Yeah, I'm just going to talk very briefly about the methodology we use to determine how many jobs uh, these policies would uh, create there uh, in Wisconsin, uh, and I'd be happy to take questions afterwards, but I'm just going to go through this pretty quickly. Uh, basically, it's a four-step process. We um, analyze a couple different um, revenue-raising budget options, which are laid out in the report, and uh, for each one, we first determine their budget impact, how much uh, uh, each of these policies would change the budget, and we use the uh, basis based on extrapolations from the Congressional Budget Office and other sources. Uh, from there, we de we determined what the change in gross domestic product would be from that impact on the budget. And for this, we used what are called multipliers, which are put out by Mark Zandi of Google. Uh, I'm sorry, of Moody's Analytics. Um, and basically, uh, uh, each each particular revenue raising policy has a different multiplier. For instance. Uh, looking at uh, closing some of the corporate tax uh, loopholes and deductions and so on, would uh, each dollar would take about 39 cents uh, away from the economy by raising that by raising that revenue. Uh, however, if that dollar was immediately spent on infrastructure projects, it would raise GDP by a dollar 44. So we net those out, and then the third step is uh, seeing that that change in GDP. Uh, how that creates jobs. And basically, the, the rule of thumb that we're operating with is that each 1% gain in GDP translates to about 1.2 million additional jobs. Uh, and that's nationwide. So from there, we, we uh, divided it up by state and uh, figured out Wisconsin's share by their share of uh, uh, employees nationwide. So that's basically how we translated the policies to the number of jobs created. Thanks. So do you want to... Joshua, just real quickly run through the, the, the major policy changes here. Uh, sure. Uh, really quickly, um, uh, we're looking at three different revenue-raising uh, uh, proposals. Um, uh, and, and please correct me if I'm if I'm mistaken, because we, we did this differently in, in different states. So so please, um, you know, if, if I made any errors, um, feel free to correct me. Um, uh, one was to um, uh, 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 Increase the tax rates of upper income individuals um, and uh, create fairness so that that capital is taxed the same as income. The second is a small financial transactions tax, 
uh, meaning that that um, corporations and individuals who trade um, securities and, and other financial instruments pay a very small, I believe it's a, a tenth of a percent or a hundredth of a percent um, tax on on the value of the trade. Uh, and, and thirdly, um, and again, correct me if I'm, I'm looking at the wrong uh, particular policy, um, but it is to um, institute some of the, the corporate tax changes that were um, suggested by the Obama administration in this and uh, previous, by previous budgets, which would uh, treat foreign earnings, for instance, um, by corporations uh, uh, differently than, than are currently treated. So those are the policies that we look towards, and all of the revenue gains from, from those three particular policies uh, would be immediately translated into increases in infrastructure investments. Yep, those are the three, and the report uh, is live on our website at citizenactionwi.org right now, so uh, journalists can, can take a look at these policies right now. And so uh, what I think this goes to show is that not only is a tax system that is rigged for the largest global corporations, for the wealthy, fundamentally unfair, it, absolutely, it actually reduces economic opportunity. These are, this is money being taken out of the economy that could be expanding GDP, building infrastructure, which creates jobs and has a substantial multiplier effect. And so it, it, as we still are struggling to recover, from the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression, it's really appalling that Washington cannot move forward on serious tax reform because right now we know that Wall Street uh, and, and the financial sector has done extremely well, but very little of their activity is value-added in the economy. In fact, the economy, as they have done better, the economy has, as the report points out, has actually performed uh, relatively poorly as, uh, as finance has become a larger and larger sector in the economy. And so having a small financial transactions tax, for example, not only would raise money for job creation, it also would um, detour some of, the, uh, some of the, the worst behavior because it would be a, it would be a, a check on volatility. If you, if you make massive trades back and forth all the time, you pay more money. So, but the point here, I think, and Joshua is making this point, is that we as a democracy, we in public policy, need to shape the economy, shape the tax code in a way that benefits everyone, not just a few people at the top. So with that, I want to see if there are any questions from uh, reporters on the call uh, for, for myself or for Joshua. And Kevin, are they unmuted or? There will be a second. Hold on. Okay. All attendees are muted, and they unmute themselves by pressing all attendees are muted. All attendees are unmuted. Okay, attendees are unmuted now, so uh, if there are any questions, uh, please go right ahead. And I'll just point out, and feel free to jump in also, that we didn't. This report covered federal tax policy, which is a huge, uh, which is a huge issue right now with the negotiations uh, over government shutdown and various fiscal cliffs. But the policies underlying uh, the approach at the national level are also being followed here in the state of Wisconsin by the Walker administration, which believes that funneling more tax money to, to corporations, people at the top, will somehow be good for the economy. And so this is quite relevant to Wisconsin policy debates as well, even though this looks at national tax policy. Okay, if there aren't any questions, then um, feel free. I can, I, I can answer them offline. I can also uh, give you uh, 
uh, Joshua's contact information as well, and he can answer them later this afternoon. So thank you, everyone, for joining the call. Joshua, thank you very much for jumping on on short notice. Absolutely. Happy to help. Okay, thank you.